The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Living Well with Ann Beal. Our show is a health show, a lifestyle show, and an empowerment show rolled into one. Get ready to hear some stories of success, healthy living tips, and suggestions to get motivated and live your best life. Now, here is your host, Ann Beal. Welcome. I'm Ann Beal, and this is Living Well. Let's get healthy and stay healthy. Isn't that what we all want to do? Getting healthy and staying healthy. My guest today, Dr. Jim Slaughter, is going to help us with that. Aren't you, Jim? Well, I'm going to give it my best shot. And thanks for having me on today. And um, just let me say hello to those who are listening out there today, too. Um, yeah, we wanted to talk about some, uh, some things that we have called, well, we call them different things, but uh, I call them uh, pillars of health. Walt Schaefer, uh, a, a health and fitness and uh, exercise guru, has called them health buffers. Uh, he calls them that because they, they keep away the things that... Uh, attack our health and our, our, our liveliness. Um, foundations of healthy living would be another way to put it. Some people call them healthy pillars. Healthy pillars. Or healthy All pillars. Right. right. And, uh, and so we wanted, I wanted to mention these up front as we begin to discuss them. Four things that uh, we want to be a part of our lifestyle in order for us to get healthy and stay healthy. Um, the first one is exercise. Uh, the second one is sleep, getting enough sleep. The third one is nutrition and getting the, uh, getting the nutrition that we need. Number four, healthy pleasures. And that's something that we will uh, describe and explain a little bit later. But uh, I think the, most people would, when they hear about getting in shape, they think of exercise and eating right. Mm-hmm. And they don't think so much about getting good sleep or enjoying themselves. Right. I think you're right about that. And we want to, there's some things that I I wanted to um, talk about when it comes to exercise because there's some things that that I've learned recently uh, and uh, they have really kind of changed the way that I look at exercise. But healthy pleasures is something that most people don't think about from a standpoint of healthy living. Uh, having fun, enjoying life, enjoying other people, uh, taking time to relax and kick back. Uh, these are healthy pleasures. Well, and, and I, I know that you wanted to start with exercise. Yeah. But can I, um, I want to explain to people why I wanted you to be on for this. Okay. Being, Thank you. Dr. Slaughter is a stress specialist. And if you could see him, you would know why, why he is so good at it. He is so calm, patient, kind, um, and he's self-controlled. And so he works out. He does CrossFit. Um, and I think for him, exercise has changed his life immensely. But don't you think, Jim, that 
the healthy pleasures and the sleep for you enable you to um, be more self-disciplined with exercise and nutrition. Yeah, absolutely. Um, these all fit together. They're not one or the other. All four of these things must be there uh, in order for our that the healthy part of our lives, our lives to be stable when it comes to that. And so sleep, nutrition, healthy pleasures all contribute to the power of exercise and the effect of exercise in our lives and vice versa. Exercise contributes to our ability to sleep well, for example. And and so there's definitely a a common thread between these that uh, helps us get healthy and stay healthy. But most people only doing the two instead of the four aren't successful. And I think they get really frustrated. Like, I know I need to exercise and eat right, but do they get good sleep? Well, I don't think so. Um, Maybe they don't know how, and that's what we're going to talk about, the importance of that. And then also, they're so busy with their schedules, going to work and be with their family and just trying to meet the needs of their everyday life that they truly have forgotten how to have fun. Right, and uh, you know, we can talk about this more later. But I, I, a lot of people, a lot of guys come to me uh, wanting to deal with stress and and anger. A lot of guys uh, are just angry, and uh, some of that relates to the stress in their lives uh, from one source or another. But uh, and so stress and anger kind of go together. Uh, if you want to get healthy and stay healthy. Uh, one of the things that uh, accomplishing that does for us is to help us be more calm, more stable, less angry. But, um, yeah, and and what I was going to say is that a lot of guys come to me and and I ask them every time, what do you do for fun? And many of these guys say, hmm, I haven't had fun since I was a teenager. I have so many women that say that too. Really? Yes. And. And I know that the reason they're not meeting their goals, whatever they are, is because they haven't put these healthy pillars, healthy foundations, foundations yeah, in their yeah. life. Mm-hmm. And so having fun and enjoying something every day or every week, something they truly enjoy outside of just taking care of people or taking care of their work is so important for their actual insights to be able to be self-controlled and self-disciplined and to truly be able to stay strong in the areas that they need it to be. Sure. And also, you know, there's a, what, what happens is that when we get strong in these areas or even consistent, we don't even have to be really, really strong and, and overboard with it at all. But when we're consistent with exercise, sleep, nutrition, and healthy pleasures, it enables us, it empowers us to be better at work, to be better at home, to be better wherever, you know, in the neighborhood and, and, and do well with people. Uh, it, it helps us build stronger relationships. It makes life better. And so, you know, there is a, uh, there's a, a combined effect, that uh, synergistic effect from a, a different perspective to right. look at it, you know, that when these things combine together, they, uh, they enable us to live well, to live better than we normally would. Okay, so I think that we have let people know the importance of all four. <laughs> okay. And that's what we wanted you to know. You really need all four. And so achieving balance and working towards ach- doing all four of these is very important. So let's start with exercise. Now, before you start, I just want to say I had Kyle Brown on, the fitness trainer right. out in Hollywood to the stars. And he ha- his philosophy was... 
you can't do a 10 minute workout. You can't, you know, you've got to be serious and spend a longer time and work harder if you want to achieve your goals. What do you think? Well, uh, there was a time when I thought that was true. And uh, I've been most of my life, not all my life, but most of my life, I, I've been pretty athletic and played different sports, usually team sports, uh, worked out at a gym, uh, at, you know, at times was very, very regular with that. And I alternate different kinds of workout patterns and things like that. And in those days, I would have said, no, you need, you know, an hour of this or an hour and a half of that. You need to get your... Uh, uh, your heart rate up to 120 beats a minute for 20 minutes and, and, and do the aerobic workout uh, for a long period of time in order f- to have it work. Now, that's interesting because my, uh, in fact, that's what, and a lot of what I learned about stress management, I learned from Walt Schaefer, who is a former professor and, and has written a number of books on, on uh, stress management for wellness. In fact, that title is probably, uh, that's probably his best known and, and best book. But he, you know, he uh, kind of takes that view that he's really into aerobic working out and that kind of thing. But recently, I've become exposed to a different philosophy, which I really, really like, and it uh, seems to be working for me. Maybe even better than the other philosophy. Uh, you and I got involved in the CrossFit uh, program here, where we are now, and um, didn't know anything about that before. But uh, when we began talking to uh, the person who head, heads that up over here. Freddie. <laughs> it is Freddie. And we would, uh, I think you said you'd like to have him on the program I before would. too long because this is, this is a, a neat guy and a really good program here. Um, but I, I began to realize that there's a different approach, and uh, that's the one that CrossFit takes and that we're taking. And this is not a commercial for co- CrossFit training. But what I've discovered is that you can get a lot of good work done in 10 minutes. And the way they do it, uh, that it's pretty much uh, after you warm up and then you do a series of flexibility and mobility exercises. And by then, you've already worked out for 30 minutes, probably 20, 20, you know, minutes, 20 yeah. minutes. But then but then after that, you, you take a 10-minute workout and you, you divide it between sets of, and reps of different kinds of uh, exercises. You might uh, be doing pull-ups. You might be doing... Uh, uh, you might be using a, a bar, weight bar. Uh, you might be doing lunges. You, you know, whatever the workout calls for. You might be doing that, rowing. Y- yeah, might be doing rowing, which is one of my favorite exercises. But uh, th- there might not be more than about ten or fifteen minutes left in your workout for that day. But by the end of that, you have had a great workout. It's been a comprehensive workout because you've exercised different uh, muscle groups and parts of your body. You've developed a greater degree of mobility and flexibility. Uh, and, and so you, what you discover is that a, a little bit at a time, day by day by day, you enjoy a greater range of motion. All of a sudden you think, wow, I can, I can do stuff I couldn't do before. But I, but I do think that um, it really just depends on what your goals are. And for wellness, Kyle Brown's trying to get people really fit for whatever it is that they need, you know. And so the average person, 10 minutes is better than nothing. Right. And to start exercising in some way is very important, whether it be walking, um, kayaking, which we've done, um, riding your bike. Now, jump rope is interesting. You know, it was one of the things that CrossFit had us do, has us do is jump rope. Right. But when I'm home, I don't have a jump rope. At least I haven't found it yet in our unpacking. And so I just jump 
mm-hmm. and um, or even, you know, kind of trot in place. And so there's lots of different things that you can do to get this exercise in. But for wellness, how long would you say or how hard would you say? Well, that's a tough question because uh, I, I would I'm, I agree with you. You you don't have to do it um, as long as maybe we had thought before. And by the way, I'm not I'm not suggesting that there's anything wrong with what Kyle says because I think he's great at what he does. Well, and, his goals are much higher than what we're trying to let people know today. Right. To be well, exercise is important, and I would say three at least three times a week to four times a week three definitely to try to whether you do it monday wednesday friday or you do it you know sunday wednesday friday whatever but three times a week to get your body's cardio going and um and because exercise gets your metabolism burning right it gets all the cells in your body working better it makes you more alert and it helps you sleep better. And sleep is very important to your healing of the body. Right. And, um, you, you know, also, we, there's, there's not a place in here particularly for weight loss, although most of the people that I know and I'm around would say, hey, I just I need to lose a little weight. But uh, consistently um, working on these things that, we are gonna, that we're talking about today, uh, it contributes to uh, to weight loss, to, to bringing you to the place where you're you're uh, the weight you want to be, your normal weight. Um, and you're right that you, you know uh, by raising your metabolism through a regular series of exercises or a regular program of exercise, uh, you get to where your body actually will uh, it'll it'll burn fat while you sleep. You know you'll lose weight while you sleep, and you're not even trying. And and so. There are a lot of different uh, benefits to a regular exercise program. And what I'm thinking is, you know, for a person who's a, a, just a, a person who really wants to be healthy, wants to live well, and uh, just, you know, kind of they're just a normal, everyday person. They go to work, they come home, they have a family, um, they do this, they go to church, whatever. Uh, they, they don't have a half a day necessarily to spend in the gym. No, no, no. And so what we have to do is decide, okay, what, what can I do when it comes to exercise? And one of the things I've discovered is that, uh, you know, going back to the uh, just the whole calisthenics kind of thing, that's an old word. And, and, and most people think of things like uh, jumping jacks and push-ups and pull-ups and uh, sit-ups and things like that. You mentioned jumping rope. These are all things that contribute to our overall well-being when it comes to a physiological perspective. Sometimes we don't think about it. We just think about pumping iron. Well, I think a lot of people think about going to the gym. Right. And it's interesting how we just keep going back, backwards in time. You know, I even think just walking their dog, doing some kind of movement every day is very important. And so, you know, exercise, everybody knows they need to exercise, mm-hmm. you know. And so whichever it is, we want to have you get up and get moving and it's very important to incorporate in that into your life on a regular basis for these four healthy pillars to establish a healthy lifestyle. Now, let's talk about sleep. Okay. Wow, that's that's one that's uh, it's a it's a little bit more difficult to think your way through. I believe. Um, I mo- think that most people would say they need eight hours sleep. Yeah, most that's still the average is eight hours. Um, and uh, sometimes, you know, the thing that first comes to mind to me is that some people that I've run across seem to be proud of the fact that they 
don't need it. Don't need any sleep. You know, I'm thinking everybody needs sleep. In fact, uh, you may not need eight hours, but my my guess is, and and I think the research would show that if you get less than six hours of sleep, you don't get enough sleep. Well, and your body heals while you're sleeping, mm-hmm. and it processes all of the stuff in a day, in the days before and days before. The brain actually processes everything out so to, to make sense and to move on with what's happened to you and know what the next decisions will be. They've actually done tests with mice, hooked them up to probes and had them run through different mazes every day. And so while they're sleeping, they see the exact same electrical impulses at high speed of these mice going back through these mazes. And so they know they go day after day after day back, super high speed, going back through everything and working out what they didn't do right. Mm -hmm. And they find when they sleep, they do the maze so much better the next day. And when they don't get as much sleep, they, they run into trouble. They haven't gotten the strategies to master their day when they haven't slept. And I think no matter what you're capable of, because it's amazing what the body is capable of. I've done a job during the day and threw papers at night a long time ago to pay for wood floors. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't even believe my body would let me do that. And so it is amazing what your body can do. I have clients that have gone five years without hardly any sleep. And I've seen the destruction to their body and especially their memory and their brain function. And so sleep is very important. How do we help these people sleep? Well, before I deal with that, I'd like to go back to what you said. And this is something I hadn't thought about when we talked about this. And uh, that is just the fact that your your brain continues to work, you know, while you're asleep. Right. When I was in graduate school, I discovered that uh, if I would study just before I went to sleep, my I would do better on a test the next day. Uh, or whatever I was doing. And it's because my brain continued to process it for me. Oh, and so let me just clarify. You said study before you went to sleep, and then you actually went to sleep. And then I actually went to sleep. (laughs) I have all these college kids that cram the whole night before, and then they don't sleep, and then they go in and they freak out on the test, or they get blocked, right? And I always tell them, you missed the sleep part. you got to sleep it. So the brain absorbs everything you studied, processes it out, and then you can go take the test and be successful. Right. And, um, you know, a lot of people say that sleep is a hard thing for them. They don't get enough sleep. They don't know how to sleep. They can't sleep at night. And, um, you know, often there are some uh, there's some barriers that keep us from having a good night's sleep. And we've talked we talked about this yesterday. Um, uh, A lot of caffeine during the day and especially before you go to bed at night, whether it's a Coke or, you know, we make the mistake sometimes of once in a while we'll 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 eat. We have to eat late. And so we'll drink a Coke or something. Oh, Bad mistake. Right. Yeah. And then then we can't sleep. And and we're thinking, why? How come? You know, well, it's because we had a lot of caffeine just before we went to bed. Well, Um, and I I think that's important. Um, There are things if you exercise right before bed, anything stimulating right before you go to sleep makes it very hard for you to go to sleep. And so we'll talk about the barriers. Let's take a break real quick. And when we come back, we will actually talk about the barriers and how to remove them for your sleep so that you can get a good night's sleep. All right. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
Most married men experience frustration because there are things they want from their wives but don't know how to get them. Nothing seems to work. Desires are unfulfilled, fantasies unrealized, and relationships become stagnant. Men are desperate today for a richer, deeper, more satisfying, and intimate marriage. Dr. Jim Slaughter teaches men how to have the passionate, fulfilling marriage they've always wanted. Call 817-991-4964 or email jslaughterphd at yahoo.com to begin transforming your marriage into what you want it to be. Life Solutions Coaching and Counseling in Fort Worth, Texas is a full-service wellness clinic providing individual, group, and family counseling, one-on-one coaching for life and wellness, and naturopathic treatments of medical massage therapy combined with essential oils to ensure you reach your health and wellness goals. Sessions are available in person or by phone. Get started on your new life today. Just call 817-232-1363 or go to lifesolutionscoachingandcounseling.com or email them at lifesolutions.com cc at yahoo.com build your better business achieve that goal make good on that resolution the voice america empowerment channel it's your world motivate change succeed you are listening to living well with ann beal we'd love to hear from you with comments and questions about the show Please send us an email to ablivingwell at gmail.com. That's ablivingwell at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Living Well. I am Ann Beal, and we are speaking with Dr. Jim Slaughter about the four health pillars, the four ways to stay healthy, get healthy, and stay strong. And so we were just discussing the four pillars, which are exercise, sleep, nutrition, and healthy pleasures. And um, I, we, Dr. Sauter and I had talked about the importance of having fun in your life, the importance of exercise, and we had just started on sleep. And Dr. Sauter mentioned about the barriers to sleep. Yeah, there are a number of barriers, things that keep us from getting to sleep. And um, one of the things is, uh, well, you mentioned stimulation, but there are different ways that that happens. We talked about caffeine as a stimulant that keeps us awake at night. But we're also things like um, seeing a, uh, a disturbing news program, uh, something that disturbs us, uh, watching... Uh, that would be all news nowadays, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but but uh, there are a lot of uh, shows on TV now, just TV shows and movies out there that are high action, suspense thrillers, uh, scary movies, things like that, that uh, stimulate us to the point that we can't sleep. And that could even just be TV shows now. There's some... I mean, honestly, TV series are kind of like movies now. They're so intense and so real and so bloody and things like that. Um, So, yes, real stressful movies, but news can do that. And um, caffeine, we talked about with the stimulants, exercise right before bed. Now, exercise earlier in the day is good, right? right, It's just if you do it right before you go to sleep. Then, you, then your heart rates up, and it's hard right. to. It takes what two hours to get it down all the way where you could relax enough to sleep. People have also made it clear that taking a hot bath right before bed, you've got your heart rate up again, or hot shower. Now you like getting a warm shower at night, hot shower, but you don't do it right before bed. No, no. Um, yeah, and there's a the, yeah, and and I think being careful with your 
the time that you have before you go to bed is really important, if you, especially if you're having trouble sleeping and, and making sure that you have a time of winding down. Now, you mentioned, in fact, you wrote on the pad here, anger. Um, <laughs> stress and anger are, are part right. and parcel, you know, often the same kind of thing. But those things keep us from getting a good night's rest. And so it's really important, and I'll emphasize this, of, of kind of coming down a little bit, giving yourself some downtime, if you can, before bed, again, especially if you have trouble going to sleep. And so there are different things that I like to do. I like to read. I like, uh, sometimes I'll journal. Sometimes it's just a matter of sitting down and, 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 and having a conversation, a brief conversation, just winding down the day. If you can have a calm conversation. Because <laughs> right, I think that, that's imperative, I think right? that anger and stress, you know, one of the things, like the don't pay bills right before you go to bed. Uh, don't open mail right before you go to bed because often that's bills. Um, you don't want to do anything that's going to surprise you that might disturb you before you go to sleep. And um, relaxing things are very important. And I think we prepare for everything else, but people don't realize they need to prepare their body for sleep. And so our life is so um, stressful and um, stimulating during the day with all the technology and all the things in the world right now that before bed, we are just saying it's good to take 30 minutes at least to calm down. And so you can read, you can journal. Now the journaling we suggest It's just writing out your emotions, writing out your feelings, writing down what's in your head so that your brain can process through it so that you can go to sleep if you can't work things out on your own. So if you're upset about something, journaling it out helps the brain process it out and come up with a solution or at least come to a place where it can be okay enough to go to sleep Mm -hmm. because you've gotten to a point where you're like, okay, we agree to disagree. Or, you know, even if it's not necessarily a solution, it's a place where you can be calm. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, there are some um, over-the-counter kinds of uh, supplements and things that people can use. And we did want to mention that for people who might want some extra help. Um, Well, and I think that definitely when I'm talking about anger or even just obsessing, because when you're stressed, you worry and you worry and you worry, whether it be about bills or it be about danger, it be about the world. I mean, I have so many people that worry about, you know, how to pay their bills or what's happening in the world. The stock market's going to fall. You name it. And so when they lay down to go to sleep, their mind just turns and turns and turns, even if they've taken the time to read or whatever. Once it's quiet and the lights are off. Their body's exhausted. Their mind just won't shut down. Mm. And so if you try all these things and it just is not working and you're still not getting able to fall asleep, especially, especially, especially if it's hours and hours and hours, if you wake up in the middle of the night at three o'clock and you can't get back to sleep and you start worrying and we're talking hours until time to go to work or to get up, we want to make some suggestions for you that obsess like that and worry like that. What would you say, Dr. Slaughter, is one of the best over-the-counter things for that? Well, you know, one of the things that we've discovered that helps people quite a bit is something like Benadryl, even, you know, um, that can uh, help make you tired and, and, and slow down a little bit. Um, another, uh, another over-the-counter kind of a supplement is something called 5-HTP, 5-HTP. And it, it has a calming influence as well. And it, um, it does slow down the obsessing. 
Right. And 5-HTP, we actually learned about it from Dr. Amen, who wrote the books, uh, Change Your Life, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life, Mm -hmm. Change Your Brain, Change Your Body, Change Your Brain, basically Change Your Brain. Mm -hmm. And um, he talks in there a lot about 5-HTP being as good as any prescription obsessing medicine per se. And so we've we've just suggested it to people who've had trouble with obsessing um, to the point where they're obsessing and they're either worried so much it makes them sick or they're so irritable because of that even to anger and um but 5-HTP is mostly for obsessing and focus is mm-hmm. that right yeah i mean it, it helps with other things as well it helps with bring our anger level down helps us not be so uh jittery and upset um mm-hmm. and keeps the obsessions a little bit uh less than they might be and so yeah it, that's very helpful i have found, found with men especially you know that that it, you know and i suggested at times i'll tell them about all the different supplements that are available and i'll mention 5htp what i find is you know it can come in 50 milligrams or 100 milligrams i always suggest 100 milligrams and then take two take one and see if it works if it doesn't take two i think most men need about 200 mm-hmm. most adults need about 200 and dr amen does say that that you can try less even, you know, if it comes in 50s, you can work your way up. But um, I find that most people need at least 100 to 200. Now, teenagers, I've actually heard teenagers have taken it before, and it makes them tired. 50 milligrams makes them tired. So I, I don't always, you know, know if it's the best thing as far as what would work for teenagers because their body's changing so much. But definitely for adult men and women, it helps tremendously. If that is why you can't sleep, a lot of people say that they just can't turn their brain off. I can't turn my mind off. It won't go to sleep. Yeah, there's another there's another thing that Daniel Amen uh, recommends sometimes, and it's uh, it's called kava extract, oh, yeah. or sometimes kava kava. And you can you can get these things at pretty much any pharmacy uh, has them on the shelf with the uh, supplements and vitamins. Uh, they are excellent excellent products, and so five HTP. Or kava extract. And sometimes you'll see it as kava kava. What is the kava? Do we know? Is it a root? Is it a flower? We don't exactly know what it is. A plant. It's obviously a plant because it's a supplement. Okay, there's also valerian root. Valerian root, right. And um, we found that works good for people to put them to sleep. Now, these are to put you to sleep. Kava is calming. Valerian root is calming. Valerian root's more calming to put you to sleep. There is also melatonin, which is a, a real well-known uh sleep aid um the thing with melatonin you can only use it for a short period of time before it doesn't seem to work but in the beginning and we've i've had people try one milligram two milligram three milligram maybe but i mean you can take up to 10 milligrams um and the goal is to get you to sleep now i have had nutritionists say ongoing melatonin is not really the best way to handle that, that you can do it for a while, but don't continue doing it. And I don't exactly know why that is. I've asked many people, and they say it's safe. But um, so that's something I just want to let you know that I've had some nutritionists tell me that. Uh, Valerian root's interesting because people more gripe about the smell because it <laughs> smells yeah. bad. But you're you're going to, you know, swallow it, so it doesn't really matter. But in, they even have extended release of valerian root. I've had it work very well for people. Okay. Um, and then there's other things that people, you know, they know about simply sleep. Um, it has Benadryl in it as well. It is Tylenol PM without the Tylenol. Tylenol, of course, can, is bad for the liver if you take it too much. And so you don't want to do that. And um, Sleepies is by Longevity. 
And we've tried that. That has a lot of things in there, valerian root and kava and all these combinations of stuff to um, help you sleep. And so you can find at a health food store sleep supplements that they'll have there that you can try as well. And so I think that it's important that you try to get the good night's sleep. If you need to use supplements, use them to get you to sleep for an extended amount of time and then try to come down from that and see if you continue sleeping. If not, then take those supplements again ongoing for a few weeks and then try it again. Sleep is incredibly important to your body's healing and your brain's healing and processing out all the junk in your life so that you can think clearly. And part of that thinking clearly is being able to be self-disciplined. Absolutely, yeah, and uh, again, it, uh, it it it's hard to know how the how the the brain uh, does all that, you know, because it's processing all night long, but it also then allows you to be uh, calmer in the morning when you get up. So, yeah, exercise and then sleep crucial components of uh, the foundation for health and wellness. Okay, let's go on to nutrition. Yeah, and the thing that pops out to me at first when I think about nutrition is that, you know, what we have been taught so long is that uh, if you eat uh, the right the right you know, food from the right food groups, uh, uh, three meals a day uh, um, of uh, the right food groups, then you're, you're doing the right thing. Um, the problem is that today our soils here in the U.S. have become so depleted of vitamins and minerals that we can't get the nutrition, the, uh, the, the, the nutritional value that we need by eating uh, foods from the basic food groups. That does not cut it any longer. It's good to eat the right kinds of foods, and there are some foods that are definitely bad for us. But uh, we must, in order to be healthy, we must supplement our diet with uh, vitamins and minerals today. Amino acids and <clears throat> EFAs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, fish oil and, and other kinds of oils are so important, and they. It's it's getting confusing though, because you know also antioxidants. I mean, there's so many things with supplementation, and I, I we're going to simplify it for you today. And um, we learned from Dr. Joe Wallach all about the importance of minerals and vitamins in our diet, and about the soil being depleted over the years. Because when we were younger. We didn't supplement. I supplemented because I was a gymnast and that's what we did. But most people didn't supplement, didn't have to supplement. The soil is very different now. They don't put any of those minerals in the soil in farms anymore. So we have to add it to our diet because it's very hard to get it from our food. It's impossible, really. Yeah, and, and a lot of the ailments that we have, a lot of the diseases that we have, frankly, are not caused because our, we're old or because our, our bodies are breaking down or something. It's because we're, or well, they are breaking down, but it's because we have a nutritional depletion. We have a, uh, it'll be a deficiency of some kind when it comes to supplements. And we want to give a shout out to Dr. Joe Wallach, who has just gotten an award from the United Nations for all his research in nutrition. Um, he was nominated for the Nobel Prize, but that was really nice that they did that for him, and he accepted the award, the award in July. And so we want to say congratulations to him. Yeah, he's a colleague of ours in a sense, um, and uh, we really appreciate what he's done. He has made available to people the highest quality of vitamins and supplements that, that you can possibly get, and uh, we're indebted to him personally and and appreciate his work. Um, but it's uh, this is something that needs to be looked into by every person because you you can you can feel like you're eating right, and uh, and you still will not be getting the right kind of nutrition. So, um, well, let's start with <clears throat> what Dr. Wally calls the ten bad foods because I think most people 
no, they need to eat right. And so they look at that and they think, okay, I need to eat fruits and vegetables and lean meat. That's what I think most people would say, or fish, or, you know. And so whatever variation of that, I think people people pretty much know that they need to have more fiber. They need to have fruits, vegetables, and meat. But they don't know what they're missing if they just have that. And people try really hard. Oh, and they'll say nuts, maybe. You know, you ask different people. They say, oh, yeah, I need to add nuts or seeds. I'll be like, yeah. Or they'll say whole wheat, right? And so... It is almost impossible for people nowadays to really, if they try to listen to a lot of different professionals, um, what the government says, what this chart says, what that chart says. I think eating nutritionally has become confusing. But if you narrow it down, people will say fruits, vegetables, and lean meat. But what's missing? Well, if, if you just take into account fruits, vegetables, and lean meat, then you're leaving out carbohydrates. You're leaving out a number of things like that. I don't you're know leaving out fats. Uh, okay. And I think that's part of, you know, being a girl, growing up, fat was like, wah, you know, and I, fat was like a no-no. And I think most people have thought that. And so I cut out all fat. And I cut out oils, fish oil, but I didn't have any of those. And my trainers even suggested MCT oil, mm-hmm. which is a high-burning fat that I didn't really know what it was. I just knew it was a fat. So therefore I left it out often. And so my joints got really painful and my mm-hmm. memory, my memory more than anything else went right south. And I, I not only forgot where my car was at times, you know, I forgot where my keys were. The time after the time I can remember that was the worst was forgetting where my car was coming out of the mall. And I didn't even remember which store I had gone into when I parked my car. So I had this security guy driving me around for like an hour. And so my memory wow. was horrible. It just got horrible, horrible, horrible. And I was like in my 20s. And so now when people are having memory problems and they're like, I'm getting old. I'm like, you are not old. You don't have dementia. Dementia doesn't set into your 70. So I know they aren't having their oils, their fish oil, flaxseed oil, barrage oil, which is really easy today because they can just have triple omegas. Right. They call them triple omegas or your EFA three, six, and nine. Um, and they're oils. Um, so they're fats like mm-hmm. butter. Most people don't think butter. Butter is needed. We've made the mistake of thinking all of our lives that uh, eating fat makes you fat. Right. Now we know that the research is telling us that's not true, that we need the fat to do what you're talking about, to feed our brain. That's why we eat eggs. We eat a lot of eggs. We do. We eat oil. Mm-hmm. We eat butter, cream, the things that over the last couple of decades or more, people have said, oh, don't touch those. Yeah, we know farmers that are older in their 80s, and they still have 10 to 12 eggs a day. They have their heavy cream from their calves or their um, goats, and they are healthy, 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 right? And they have their homemade butter. And so um, we look at them and we think, well, they don't have any problems. And so why is it that we've been taught all these years things that make us, the trans fats actually make us sicker and cause cancer? And so we are freaking people out probably right now with the cream and the butter and the eggs. So let's, we, we, um, we need to explain all that. So when we get back from break, we're going to explain that, and then we're going to talk about healthy pleasures because yes, everyone wants yes. to know about that and um, why you need healthy pleasures in your life to be healthy Absolutely. and self-disciplined. So we'll be right back after the break. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. 
Life Solutions Coaching and Counseling in Fort Worth, Texas is a full-service wellness clinic providing individual, group, and family counseling, one-on-one coaching for life and wellness, and naturopathic treatments of medical massage therapy combined with essential oils to ensure you reach your health and wellness goals. Sessions are available in person or by phone. Get started on your new life today. Just call 817-232-1363 or go to LifeSolutionsCoachingAndCounseling.com or email them at LifeSolutionsCC at Yahoo.com. Most married men experience frustration because there are things they want from their wives but don't know how to get them. Nothing seems to work. Desires are unfulfilled, fantasies unrealized, and relationships become stagnant. Men are desperate today for a richer, deeper, more satisfying, and intimate marriage. Dr. Jim Slaughter teaches men how to have the passionate, fulfilling marriage they've always wanted. Call 817-991-4964 or email jslaughterphd at yahoo.com to begin transforming your marriage into what you want it to be. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Living Well with Ann Beal. We'd love to hear from you with comments and questions about the show. Please send us an email to ablivingwell at gmail.com. That's ablivingwell at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back to Living Well. I am Ann Beal, and I'm here with Dr. Jim Slaughter, stress specialist. And we <laughs> yeah. are talking about the four healthy pillars for staying healthy. We want you to get healthy and stay healthy. And so we have covered the four pillars and are going over the last two, last one, and two. So we've done exercise and sleep, and we are on the end of nutrition with Dr. Wallach and, or Dr. Wallach, I wish you were Dr. Wallach. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> Dr. Slaughter. No, we, the, the, the thing is, we, uh, we have learned so much from him and, uh, and owe so much to him. And where we wanted to go right now is, is talking about uh, what we've discovered are bad foods when it comes to getting healthy and staying healthy. And the problem is that most of our fast food industry provides for us food that is really not very good for us. In fact, it's those kinds of things are are what create the cancerous situations in, in a lot of people's bodies. And when, when we talk about this, Dr. Wallach has helped us tremendously. When I said, oh, I wish you were Dr. Wallach, <laughs> that is just because when I ask him a question, I can say, how do you get rid of Parkinson's? And he'll go, are you ready? You just need to get rid of the bad foods. You just need to take selenium. You need to, and he'll go mm-hmm. through it and people get through all their symptoms of Parkinson's in three to six months. Yeah. And so he just blows me away with his knowledge and he travels all the time speaking. So he's very hard to get to but I'm actually flying to um, a place at the end of this month to go see him to get all the information again. Um, but he definitely talks about the foods to avoid, that these foods are killing you. And we're talking about nutrition. And these foods will break your body down faster than anything else. And so if you're getting sleep and you are exercising, but you're eating these foods, you're still breaking your body down and you're not able to strengthen your muscles and get as strong as you need to and also to keep your body healthy because you can be able to do 100 push-ups, 100 pull-ups and have cancer. Right. Right. And so these are the foods to avoid. No fried foods. Don't eat fried foods. Nothing fried. So what do they do instead, Jim? Well, they bake. 
Is that what you mean? Bake. Yeah. Broil. That yeah, or grill. You can grill. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and the thing the thing that I wanted to mention on top of that was that these things create free radicals. Anytime you you uh, fry something or burn something, Heat even up a super well, high, even yeah. right, even well done meat or oil, uh, you know, when you do that, it creates free radicals, which is the cancer producing uh, produces carcinogens uh, w- from which we get cancer. Which is actually a new finding over the last twenty years, and I think that. People are like, oh, come on, fried foods. And they know fried foods are bad because of the fat. But that's not really why it's bad. Why it's bad is because you're frying on in high temperatures oil and it's burning the outside or scorching the outside at such a high temperature, it's causing immense free radicals. And that is what causes cancer. And grilling, you got to be careful not to burn. Right. Toasting, don't burn. Um, if you're frying eggs, don't burn. It's about the burning. Um, if it's super hypertension and you're frying in oil, you're just causing immense free radicals, which are going to cause cancer. And instead of frying in oil, you can use uh, you can use butter uh, as a substitute. Yeah, as long as you don't uh, burn it. But but the thing is, uh, eating the eggs and frying eggs, you fry them soft, softly, soft eggs, poached eggs, and that kind of thing. And uh, and then that can be one of the best foods, best meals that you could possibly eat. But I, th- I think the importance is <clears throat> medium or rare, which we right. always thought rare was bad. You know, uh, yeah. but but definitely not well done, and don't burn. That's one of the most important things. So, it, and and one hundred percent, it's better to cook in butter than oil. Always butter. We use butter for everything um, now, and um, so no oils, cooking oil or salad. And I, the oils are dangerous. It's better to get them in your EFAs, your healthy oils that are actually in um, seeds, nuts, or in capsules. The yeah. gel capsules, um, but we're not gonna we're not gonna go on and on about that because um, people will be like, oh, oh my gosh, so just cut back or don't use um, well done beef. You don't want to do that. You don't want to overcook your meat, and and people hardly basically well done again for meats is bad. Um, and then how about nitrates and nitrites? Well. That- yeah, and where that comes in is in processed meats. Uh, and so, you know, uh, some people might think this is kind of extreme, but this would be things like salami and bologna and hot dogs and even, you know, things like that. And, and again, it, people people used to think, okay, I shouldn't eat those, I shouldn't eat those because of the fat. But again, it's not about the fat. It's about the free radicals that cause cancer. Right, exactly. And that, so many people are getting cancer now, more and more. It's because we eat so badly. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, you can be exposed to chemicals and things like that. But most of most people who get cancer is because of their diet. And so we just encourage you that to help cut these out. Now, it's interesting about carbonated drinks. Carbonated drinks uh, neutralize your stomach acid. Like, you know, when we were younger and Thanksgiving, we'd overeat and we'd start feeling sick. Our mom would just give us um, bicarbonate, bicarbonate soda, soda right. or ginger ale. <laughs> right, right. And it would calm our stomach. Yeah. And so that's what it does. It calms your stomach because it neutralizes the stomach acid. But if you do that all the time, so many people drink soda with their meal. And so what they don't realize they're doing is they're neutralizing their stomach acid so they can't digest their food. Yeah, and, and again, a lot of people don't know that you must have stomach acid in order to digest the food that you eat. Uh, and so uh, when you drink the soda along with that, it you're right, it neutralizes that. And so we end up having indigestion, right? Indigestion, uh, yes. Or heartburn and that kind of thing. 
Well, and so if your food doesn't digest all the way, it goes into your intestines in bigger pieces. And so you'll start, you'll either have heartburn where it'll come back up, some of it will come back up, or you'll throw up, or you'll have stomach pain, the IBS, Mm -hmm. or you'll have nausea badly and cramping, or, you know, pain when you're going to the bathroom. And so once it gets into the intestines, you want it to be small. So Dr. Wallach, you know, if you can't cut out soda, he just definitely says drink within one, if you're going to drink soda, do it within one hour before or one hour after your meals. And so we're just throwing that out. And so as, as far as that, <clears throat> when you're working out, to have energy to work out, because a lot of people say they don't have energy mm-hmm. to go do that. They just are not motivated. Um, some of the best foods to have so that you get that would be peanut butter, a little banana, anything like that. You need food before you work out right? so that you can get the energy. Now, I don't mean like bad junk food, <laughs> but yeah, so that you can do that. So nutrition is an important part, but let's get to healthy pleasures. <laughs> One of my favorite things to talk about. So we have exercise and we have sleep and we have nutrition and watching those things and just making sometimes just some simple changes can really affect us in positive ways. But then the fourth thing that most people don't think about for uh, getting healthy and staying healthy is what we call healthy pleasures. And I just boil that down to doing things that for us are fun, things that we enjoy doing, things that make us happy. And um, so sometimes I'll start off and I'll just say, what do you do for fun? And uh, like I said before, a lot of guys, just, they can't come up with something. And so we work on that. We talk about that. We devise ways for them to think about having fun. Sometimes it's important even to, I, I'll have them think back, well, when you were a teenager or when you were a kid, what did you do to have fun? What did you do? And then we try to either reproduce that or take a version of it and, and, and have them begin doing that again now as an adult. But um, sometimes it involves things like hobbies. Right. You know, um, I've had people say, I don't have time for hobbies. Well, that's too bad, and that's one of the reasons they're so unhealthy. But they do. They do. And anytime someone tells me that, I say, really, well, um, do you watch television? And they say, well, yeah. Okay. So is that a hobby? Because on your free time, when you can do what you want, you sit down and watch television. So television's your hobby, right? And they'll be like, well, no, not really. Well, then why do you watch television? I don't know. I'm just de-stressing at the end of the day. And so it is amazing how much time we de-stress just to make us feel better. You know, things that we'll do that aren't exercise, that aren't healthy pleasures, they're just distractions, really just distractions, which can be talk radio, television, cleaning. And I, I don't mean cleaning all the time is a distraction, but, but I mean cleaning as a distraction. Yeah, we could do a whole show on distractions. I mean, because yeah. we, uh, we live our lives uh, with them and often don't even recognize that or, or don't know what to do with them. But it's very, very important for us to slow down and enjoy um, the things in life that make us happy. And so it, it really would be good for every person listening in, I think, to begin considering what it is that would make, a, make for them a healthy pleasure. And for, for different people, it's different things. And there's a wide variety of things. For some people, it's playing with their pets. Uh, playing with pets is a, is a wonderful de-stressor. That's very calming. And uh, very calming. And so that can be a healthy pleasure. For somebody, reading, reading a novel can be a healthy pleasure. Other people like to refinish furniture. 
as a healthy pleasure. Some people play golf as long as it's not to excess. Some you know, people, that's a healthy pleasure. <laughs> okay, so you're saying that's a distraction. It becomes a distraction. It can be a distraction. Golf, In fact, really? <laughs> you know, the truth of the matter is almost anything can become an addiction. Yes. You know, computers can become an addiction. Golf can become an addiction. Uh, and, and when so, we say an addiction, when we're talking about this, what we mean is it becoming a way to deal with stress just by being a distraction to keep your mind off having to deal with anything. Mm -hmm. just to avoid an avoidance and so yeah golf can be a healthy pleasure fishing can be a healthy pleasure reading can be a healthy pleasure right walking can be a healthy pleasure spending time with your kids Mm -hmm. uh in a in a fun kind of situation can be uh, a healthy pleasure um and so you know it's it's so important for us to include these things uh, a lot of people say they, they, like you said, they don't have time for that. But you know what? That's because they've made a habit of not having time for it or making time for it. As, and that's the way it is with most things we say we don't have time for. But, mo- but honestly, I think that everybody needs entertainment of some kind. And so if you don't plan for it, it's going to happen anyway. Because you need it to de-stress, and your body needs to do something. And so you will end up doing something. It won't be purposeful. It won't be planned. It won't be necessarily what you want to achieve a goal. It'll be just what happens. Yeah, and, and I wanted to say, this is something I, I thought might be interesting, too, for people to hear. And that is, you know, when we do coaching, uh, life coaching with people, one of the things that we, we have them do is to have what we call a snow day or snow time uh, every week where they take an hour or so and they just do something fun. They, it's like when you were a kid and it snowed and all of a sudden you have to go to school and it's a surprise and you get to do whatever you want and da-da-da, right. you know, you can go sledding or whatever. And so that's a very important part of life to take what we call, quote, quote, snow time. Right. To do something fun, something enjoyable, something for me, something relaxing, something that will uh, allow my mind to, to, to float and, and not have to be worried about things for a while. Well, in giving back to yourself, I think that if you don't plan it out and you don't take the time to do it, other people will take your time, your kids will take your time, your spouse will take your time, your work will take your time, um, somebody else will. So we just really encourage you in these four healthy pillars that having a healthy pleasure weekly or daily, depending on what you do, that you fit it into your lifestyle because having that for yourself rejuvenates your body, rejuvenates your mind, and allows you, again, to not need distractions, and even eating can be a distraction, um, to just avoid or cope with stress instead of purposefully knowing how to do that by getting sleep, exercise, healthy nutrition, and healthy pleasure so that you can get healthy and stay healthy. Now, let me just talk a little bit about next week. Okay. I'm going to have Justin Packshaw on next week on September Oh, 9th. wow. Is he on next week? Oh, <laughs> I my can't gosh. Wait. <laughs> he is an expedition explorer and he, guy, and he has climbed Mount Everest, and he has gone to the North Pole. He, he's led all these expeditions all over the world and done some incredible things. And so I would love to hear what he would call healthy pleasures because, you know, it sounds very extreme what he does. Uh, yeah. And he is from <laughs> Europe. His wife and him own um, a designer clothing line called DeRomer, and he's the president of that company as well. And he was the key, one of the keynote, one of the top speakers at um, the Sage Summit. So right. I'm excited about that to get his insight on how how to help us get healthy and stay healthy. Yeah, not everybody climbs Mount Everest. No. Not everybody <laughs> could. In fact, uh, you know, there, there's a very small number of people who have ever done that. Yes, and he said that um, 
even when people make it to the top, most people die coming down because they didn't plan to come down. They didn't plan wow. as well on the way down or they get sloppier and they don't focus as well. So it's so interesting. But um, I just thank you guys for listening. We want you guys to get healthy and stay healthy. And we incorporate this in on Living Well. I incorporate this kind of thing in, in between guests, in between different shows. And so um, we just want you to get healthy, stay healthy. Remember to exercise at least three times a week, whatever you can do to move your body, dance, walking, anything like that, get get sleep. And if you wind down before you go to bed, at least 30 minutes winding down helps you sleep better, eat better, cut out the 10 bad foods, and remember healthy pleasure. And we thank you so much for tuning in. I thank you, Dr. Slaughter, for being here. It was fun. Thanks for having me. And you guys live well this week, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us. Living Well with Ann Beal airs live every Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait to see you again next week. We'll be right back.